Growing up, I never knew who I was until in primary school. Then I started feeling different. It's been um, a hard childhood thing. Yeah, especially from the time I realized I wasn't the same as other people. When I was 13, I realized I was gay. I had a very close friend um, with, with me um, in the school. Slowly, slowly, it's, we started to experiment, we started to actually touch, and we actually started to feel for each other. I would call it a beautiful love. Growing up from a young age, I was feeling attracted to men. And in the primary school, we used to have games, football. We used to take our shirts off. Give me a chance to look at my fellow boys. I was like, okay, okay. And then you can't see anything to them. So you keep it to yourself. Because at the time realizing I was a lesbian and I knew things won't be good for me. Because I couldn't talk it to anybody, not my parents, not my friends, not at school. We did not engage in sex. We would hold hands and run around in the fields like you would see in the Bollywood movies. My father moved our place to uh, the main town and the distance came between us. When I joined the university, I had to move from my parents and then start living at the college. This is where the magic happened. Still feeling the same, but more freedom. We had the Kampala City Council and then we had the Express Football Clubs. My friend suggested we would go watch and watch. Five of us, we said, yes, let's go watch. So we went and watched the match, so we went partying, we went back, played music, drink, so everyone felt free. I had a friend from, from college as well, he was quite feminine. We started to study together after school. Answering to the call of nature, we ended up, you know, having sex with each other. I don't know whether it was first time for him or not, but first time for me, um, he, he enjoyed it, I enjoyed it, and we agreed to meet with this guy. It purely became a, a friendship with benefits. Myself, I don't know what happened. There was a moment when Evan switched off and then stopped thinking about the situation around you how dangerous it is. My friend told me, I'm by myself here. There is more space. If you want to sleep, you can stay over. I was like, yeah. One thing led to another. I never imagined or thought by random, you can meet someone who you share some interest, but both of you, you got the same problem. You can't speak to anyone. The only thing is to go back to what you've been doing. Hide again few months after our exams, we met again in, the, in his place and uh, while we were having sex, his father actually came in. He beat the crap out of us. 
I ran home. My father gave me a second episode of the punishment. I promised them that uh, my homosexual activity, because they, they, they weren't aware of my, my sexuality. So I told them, you wouldn't hear any more complaints about me. I kept my promise. For four years, I focused on my degree. At the age of 18, I didn't know what my parents were planning for me. My dad was looking for a man to marry me. I had been teaching for a year at that time when my mom and my aunt wanted to speak to me telling me that, oh, we have something to share about here. They were like, oh, now you're at the age of being a woman now. Your daddy's found you a proper man to marry you. And I was like, oh, I've just started teaching and I really love this job. Can you give me a chance to really see how this goes and then I still have a chance to find a man if you this that's what you want. And then they were like, no, 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 no. We know what's best for you. So in that case, the age of 18, and they ended up being forced into marriage. I'll tell you what happened. I go here, I left him there, and I forgive myself. He got attacked. And that moment, I share the blame. Talking to him here, he was good. the bit of money, get my ticket, gone for a visit. We both thought it is going to work. Not until I left again, come back here. It took me a two weeks calling him. You keep back your money, yeah? I'll call again, I'll call again, I'll call again, I'll call again. If you don't want to ask anyone because you will know why he's asking about him. The same, very same guy, he met me in the market. He suggested to meet and said, do you want me to get beaten up again? And he said, no, 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 not this time. We'll, we'll just go in some discreet place outside. I do not know how it happened. Someone maybe saw us or heard our voice. It was dark. A few guys came in, five to six. They found us. They they caught us. They gave slaps. They kicks, kick punches, this and that. And one of them said, "Don't hit yourself. Give them to police." Next day, the beating session started. We both got beaten up. We were physically tortured, assaulted, and mentally destabilized that we didn't return to our homes. On top of the challenges I had, 
that was another challenge. And this man was way older than me and I went through a very hard life with that man. Even feel like my life wasn't worth a living. That was another hurdle that up to now I just feel I guess maybe I was born a, a sinner, I guess, from the day I was born because nothing good has been my way through. Nothing, actually. Nothing. Nothing. Had someone helping me here? Unfortunately, it was my brother. He said to me, did you hear what happened? I said, no. What happened? The last time you went, you visited your friend, and this is what happened. He's not there anymore, and if you're there, you will not be there anymore. You've wasted a lot of money, you went there doing different stuff, I don't know where you learned all this. You just went angry. Right. I haven't done anything. I just went visit and come back. So now I'm telling you, don't talk to me again. You're not going to talk to anyone else. Then I knew something is wrong. Because my parents believed that I am acting out of sexual frustration, their solution was to provide him the means to have a sexual satisfaction. And that means get him married. It didn't work. It just took my mind away. I, I felt it is, it's not working for me. I can't live this lie. My husband had found out. The last call I had from him, he didn't even ask, call to say, where are you? Da, da, da. Just like, now I know who you are. That's why from the time I married you, things have been the way they are. But one thing I have to say that, you're not part of my family, including your kids. A week or two later, I received a text message from my friend. He just said goodbye. And I thought he is moving on because he has realized that I have surrendered to society. A few days later, I got the news that he was riding a bike. His bike collided with the tractor trolley full of bricks and his head was smashed. He died on spot on the road. I believe he committed suicide. I would have liked to tell them myself. I hope one day I'll be able to sit them down and tell them. I think that will be the best moment of my life because I'll have, I'll tell them how my life has been and to the point to tell them being who I am. I just wanted to get out of there. I came to UK. My son was born when I was here. I only saw him. Twice. He's nine and a half. I never had a relationship with anyone else. 
10 years is a long time i would love to be free but i'm not i would love to be accepted i hope and request the secretary of state for the home office the uk to accept the lgbt community wherever they come from because the experience i have they will never be safe there